15 minutes, Danny. All out, Chicago, the Sears Centre, sold out in 15 minutes. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Newspaper FM. I am your host, Daniel. Today I am here solo, all my by own. Danny, I'm only messing with you. How are you doing? Hey, confused more than anything, yeah. I thought I'd, I thought I'd get you like a little bit confused. I give you a five count into. Yeah, the- yeah, that that threw me off as well. I'll be honest. Ah, uh, just playing with you, just playing with you. How are you doing, Danny? You've been working this week back in the old saddle. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's good to get a uh, get get back and get some get some stuff done. So um, yeah, it's uh, I feel a lot better. But obviously, get back to Friday night and it's the usual rock and roll of sat on my own watching wrestling. All right, there's not there's not really been much. Re- I feel like I've not watched wrestling for a while since uh, last weekend shenanigans. Well, I've been watching um, the UWFI. Uh, Bushido is actually on. Amazon Prime at the moment. So anyone who likes strong style, shoot style pro wrestling, it's it's not an absolute godsend. Um, and they've got the whole of the, I think it's the second series on Amazon Prime, and it's just so easy to watch. Check that out then if you're interested in Bushido. I don't. I, you've been telling me to watch it for ages, aren't you? What is it? It's like Bloodsport, isn't it? Similarly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it was. It was more the forerunner to what was the Pancras um, Federation in Japan. It's basically uh, it, it's it's pro wrestling, um, but it's it's done with a much stronger style. It's treated with a little differently. They have points uh, there, but nobody ever wins or loses by points. Um, it's like if you get thrown from a suplex onto your back and then get counted for a knockout because they have knockouts as well there. Um, You'll lose three points, but no, and you'll lose a point if you get go for a rope break when you're in a submission. But none of that really actually ever ends up making a difference. It's always either pin and knockout or submission. Um, so yeah, um, they've had like the last one I watched, they had um, a guy, um, called I think his name was Dan Sky, and he was a collegiate wrestler. Never heard of him as a pro wrestler versus a kickboxer. And uh, it, uh, Andrew, I can't remember his first name, but he, uh, he he's a wrestler, but he was he was a kickboxer growing up, and it was such a good match. You know the difference in styles. Um, so seeing this belly to belly, which didn't look natural, it doesn't look perfect like they do in wrestling because it's obviously two people coordinating to get something over and get something working. But this it's just fantastic. It's scrappy. It's 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 exactly what I like about wrestling. So if you do, uh, if that's the kind of stuff you're into, do give it a watch. It's got people like um, Vader. It's got Doctor Death, Steve Williams, all these real rugged Americans that will go over and fight the uh, Japanese. Um, are all di- and they'll present them as all different types of martial arts. So it's very good. Uh, well, so you said that you'd started a new job uh, this week, Danny. Um, have they signed you up? 
Yeah, it's uh, at the moment I've basically gone for a company induction. Um, so introduction to the company and what they do and no, what they're... I, Danny, I'm on about this Bushida seeing you plugging them so hard. Have you, have you got shares in them or something? Uh, I, I'd fucking hope not. They went out of business years ago. <laughs> right, sorted. Sorted, Danny. Right, Danny, so... The big news, the big news, Danny. Check that out on Amazon Prime, by the way. Bushida, out of business, but check it out. Dav, Danny's been talking about it to me for quite some time. It's, I feel like you've mentioned it a few times. Yeah, just, just to confirm, it, the program's called Bushido, but the, the actual promotion is called UWFI. Okay. 15 minutes, Danny. All out, Chicago, the Sears Centre, sold out in 15 minutes. What is your reaction to that? Surprised? Not surprised? Um, no, I've got to be honest, not surprised at all. Um, I, I think it's what I, I, off the top of my head, I, I thought it was what everyone would have expected. Um, it's what, an 11,000-seat arena? Um, they've put on some, they've, well, uh, if you talk about All In and after um, Double or Nothing, they've put on two fantastic shows. They've already announced um, Kenny Omega versus uh, John Moxley. And Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho for the inaugural championship. So I, I, I had no doubt in my mind that it would sell out and sell out very quickly. Do what about yourself? Yeah, well, so obviously I think it was a really important thing because obviously they've got, like I said to you before, they've gone back into the same market. So do you know what I mean? If it hadn't sold out, I don't know. I was thinking to myself, I think it might sell out. But safety sell, 8,000, whatever, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Obviously, there's loads of wrestling in America. Look at Stomping Ground. All the reports this week that this WWE pay-per-view that's next Sunday is just completely struggling to sell tickets. They're really, really struggling. Um, so, obviously, I don't know. I, I thought it'd sell out, but, you know, when there's a little bit of you that didn't know. Do you know what I will say, though, Danny? You, was, you uh, sort of touched on it then. So... They announced last night the Moxley Omega match, yeah? Obviously, this was announced the night before the tickets got released for a reason. Do you know what I mean? It was meant to get people to buy tickets who might not have been buying them anyway. And a part of me, when they announced it, Danny, I was thinking, ah, oh, I wish you hadn't have announced it so we could have actually seen. Do you know what I mean? If you could still sell out with just this Hangman Page-Chris Jericho match, or if it was just the name, the AW All Out name. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, when they announced that, like you say, it did increase the chances of it selling out. But I just would have been curious to see if they would have sold out without this match. I think they would have done, but I would have liked them. Do you know what I mean? To me, by announcing the match, you can look at it at one or two ways. You can even say, well, why not? What do they have to lose by announcing it? Um, do you know, there's no need to announce it after but at the other, on the other hand, I would have liked him just to have seen, do you know what I mean? To have maybe a bit more confidence and waited until after. But, well, they saw that in 15 minutes, so. Yeah, well, I, 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 there's, there's, a, there's a lot of momentum behind the company at the moment. And I, I think that's priceless. And there's a lot of buzz, a lot of momentum. And I honestly think they could have not, they could have not um, put any matches on uh, up on the card. And sold out, if not as quick, very very quickly. Certainly within a day. I think they've got such um, such a good feeling around the promotion at the moment. Obviously, it's new. Um, people who haven't got tickets for Vegas and the first time they did Chicago will want to get them. 
and also the people who did Chicago first time, if they're local, they, they want to go again. The great thing about um, picking AEW is picking uh, Chicago, should I say. I remember Jim, hearing Jim Cornette talk about it, and he basically said when All In happened, he, he said they're not going to sell out a 10,000-seat arena. But if they did, this is what they'd have to do. Now, obviously, he was wrong in the end. But he said, Chicago, we, we probably don't even think of this, is one of the biggest um, hubs, um, airport hubs and transportation hubs in America. I think it's Chicago and Dallas, and then it's uh, LA uh, over on the West Coast. So all these uh, all these domestic flights that are easy to get to Chicago because everybody changes there to get on to go on somewhere else. Um, so that and obviously people coming from the UK as well. It, it's an easy stop to me, and it's easy uh, easy transport. So that in itself, I, along with the momentum they've got. I think adds to the fact that this was going to sell out quick, no matter what. It sold out um, half the time as the last um, All In sold out. It took 30 minutes for All In to sell out, and this sold out in 15 minutes. So obviously there's that, which is... It's going to be a lot of disappointed people there as well, isn't it? I know, I know. I was thinking when I, when I seen the, the announcement was made, um, I thought so before. I bet that was stressful if you were trying to get tickets. Obviously, we've got the luxury of... Well, not the luxury, but we don't... Well, do you know what I mean? We're not going to... Well, we could have flown out, but we're not going to fly out four or five times a year to America for shows. Um, we've obviously already got tickets for Royal Quest, but yeah, very positive looking in it for All Elite Wrestling to sell out a third consecutive show. What, the total minutes it's took to sell out these three shows, probably under 70, 80 minutes. So it is pretty incredible. Do you know what I mean? When you think how yeah. hard other promotions, I know like you can't compare TNA, but I suppose that's all we have to compare with them, at least this century. And when you look at those sort of companies who were, do you know what I mean, having to let people in for free, they still had big names at the time. Do you know what I mean? Jeff Jarrett, Kevin Nash, people like that. Obviously, they were past the prime. Hulk Hogan. But they still, for the most part, had to let people in for free to get people in their shows. So to sell, do you know what I mean, sell a combined total, like what, 30,000 plus seats, three shows, no TV, no television. It is Quite a phenomenal thing. There'll be books written about this in years to come, as I always say. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure there will be. And uh, the, the way that, as I said, that it, it hasn't been by mistake. Um, I don't know whether they always wanted to create their own company, and obviously, Tony Khan's made a, a huge part of that. But they were looking to the uh, the elite, uh, Cody, they were looking to set their own career paths be that with their own company or driving storylines in other companies. And that's exactly what they've done. They're the first pioneers, really, of of the of YouTube uh, in wrestling. Because how long has YouTube been around for now? How long has it been a big thing? And yes, these guys have really, really took, uh, took the forefront of it. And well done to them. And they're obviously very, very clever cats. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So well done to All Elite Wrestling for selling out that show. Now, Danny, something I wanted to touch on with you. I wanted to get this in there, right? I did a solo show, obviously, at the start of the week. What what were your overall thoughts you just want to talk about? Because I'm sure our listeners will be curious to get your thoughts on it, although it was a week ago now. What were your thoughts on the Saudi Arabia, Saudi mania, as we penciled it as, and the Dominion shows? What were your thoughts on these two shows from last weekend? Um, 
it's like heaven and hell, wasn't it? Um, the 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 divide between these two shows is unbelievable, and they are two very very different shows in terms of the stature and the, the way that they were presented. Um, they, I'll start with, I, I'll start with um, Saudi Mania. The this was always a tempo event. It was a marquee event. It was just. You know, how to have a bigger... They knew they were going to have a good-sized crowd. They knew it was going to look impressive on TV. And they, the fact that they put Goldberg versus um, Undertaker in the main event, um, the 50-man battle, battle royal, which really there was... You, you wouldn't say there was many big names in. Samoa Joe here and Braun Strowman there. There's not Braun Strowman, sorry, the... Um, you know, another couple of the other mid cards is thrown in. There was no storyline advancement. We knew that was probably going to be the case after, the, you know, the, the previous shows and the one in Australia. So it was there as just a big event, and I've liked these events in the past because they have just been big fun events. You know, you you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to concentrate too much. Unfortunately, um, as 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 you know, we were texting back and forth and WhatsApp, and it just got progressively worse. Um, the it, it was quite sad, really, because I was I was saying to uh, to, to you, I, I don't want to watch this anymore. I, I don't want to spend my time watching this. There's so much other good stuff out there, and it's really. I will always stick up and defend WWE, and I've been said in the past. I won't. Not uh, anymore. How, uh, you will. You never did, to be fair. Um, however, um, <laughs> this is for me. It's not that. It's not that I. I will stop defending them. I still think they're a wonderful force for wrestling. I think they bring new fans in, and I think they keep it mainstream. And from that mainstream fandom, you then get fans will go off and discover other things. But what I may have realised is it isn't for me anymore. Um, I think going forward, um, I, I can, I, I've got so much of the good stuff to watch that, that is more suited to what I like to see. And I'm not bashing them. It's just not what I want to see. So, Fucking bash them! No, I, I don't... If, if they deserved... It was, it was a poorly executed job. Terrible. But they've had a number of poorly executed shows, in our opinion. And people are still watching. All right, there's diminishing television ratings. Um, but people are still watching. Um, and the subscribership is going, is either staying steady or going up. And that's been the trend over the course of the last year. It's gone down. So, no, it's gone down since Mania. Um, which it always does. Um, every year you'll get people signing up just for no, Mania. I, I mean, from Mania to you know, from Mania thirty four to Mania thirty five, the number the day after was like a little bit lower. But I think that was the Saudi Arabia thing. They lost quite a few, didn't they? You know, in uh, November. Um, but, to be honest with you, I, I'm not sure. But what I the, the stat that I read basically said they compared it mid year to mid year. 
So right. let's let's say there hasn't been a dramatic. If there has been a drop off, yeah, it's just a, a it's just a little bit in it. I think um, a lot of people, Danny, well, are you not the same? Where like I'm with the network, but it's not necessarily for the current product. Do you know what I mean? It's just so a great. It's like a great database for wrestling, really. And um, this is what this is what I was I was going to say now. The one thing, I, I, and while we are saying that the, the wrestling might not be for me anymore, the documentaries, do, documentaries <laughs> are fantastic. So even some of the little the, the shows that you might not watch ordinarily are very very good. Um, and not only that, I have access to my old WCW stuff. I was watching the match the other night. WCW Saturday night between Arn Anderson and Steve Regal or William Regal as he's now known, and it was a fantastic seventeen minute match. And I've got all this access and some of the Smoky Mountain stuff. I know they haven't uploaded it all, so I I think it's still the best ten pound I spend every month on the WWE Network. But I have I just don't have time anymore for the for the product. Um, I don't want to watch it. I don't look forward to watching it anymore. Um, and I think because of the fact that the New Japan's so good now, because of AEW and the buzz that they've created, um, because I watch Ring of Honor, um, I'll watch the NWA shows when they come about. It's just not the most enjoy. It's the least enjoyable amount of time I spend watching wrestling. So why should I? Yeah, WWE. Do you know who you compare WWE to, Danny? You can compare him to The Undertaker. Yeah, it's sort of sad. Sometimes I know, like, I love bashing him. We all love giving him shit. Hey, you just need to check out my Twitter for that. But I don't know, like, for 15 years or whatever, I used to, two years ago, I used to stay up till four in the morning to watch Raw. Do you know what I mean? And here we are, two, two years later, maybe three. And I'm like, I, I just. I don't, I don't, not watch Raw and SmackDown for a few weeks now. And I put SmackDown on Danny, yeah, the other night. And I thought, I'll see what happens. This is the morning. And I press fast forward on rem my remote control. And I thought, if something that I want to see catches my eye, I'll press play. I didn't press play once. Not once. It went straight to the end of the show. And nothing had come on the screen. I thought, oh, I'll put that on. Do you know what I mean? It's just sad. I was, last night, I was like thinking to myself, I thought, I put, um, I know you don't like talking about I put on CM Punk, that you know, the, it was like the video package they made before the CM Punk uh, John Cena match from Money the Bank 2011. And I'm yeah. watching the Punk promo with the music on, the, the, the John Cena's involved in it, even Vince, the prick's involved in it. And you've got the background music. And I thought, this was great. I was on the edge of my seat for weeks. I remember, you know, the night where he come out with the massive microphone, the megaphone. Yes. Like, I didn't have Sky at that point in life because I was living, I think I was living with my nan at the time. And I remember going around to G's at about two o'clock in the morning, G's my mate, for people who don't know, and said, G, um, can I connect to your Wi Fi just so I can wa I want to watch this CM Punk's opening roar? I want to watch it. Do you know what I mean? I thought, when was the last time that I thought, oh, uh, can you remember the last time where you thought, oh, I, I need to see that segment? I need to see what happens on Raw or on SmackDown. It's been years for me. Probably the last time, Danny, was maybe maybe when they announced that Daniel Bryan was coming back to the ring. And maybe when they announced that he was retiring. But I can't remember the last WWE-created storyline that's made me think, right, do you know what? I'm going to have to sit up and watch Raw and SmackDown and find out what happens. It's been years. It's been years. And the worst thing is, yeah, you go back 10 years 
And people would have been, I was on forums, and people were bashing WWE at the time. And at the time, believe it or not, Danny, I was a defender. I'd be like, oh, my mates were like, why do you still watch that? It's crap. And I'd be like, no, no, it's good, honestly. A lot, some of it's crap, but some of the main event stuff's really good. And now I think those people must still think, I wonder if he still watches that garbage. Do you know what I mean? But it's just sad more than anything. They're like The Undertaker. They was great 10, 15 years ago. And now it, it is just sad what they've become. Look at this stomping ground card. It's fucking terrible. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, but what, what, what we've got to take into consideration is we don't... I haven't for a long time, and I know you, you've, you're more new to the international scene than I am, but this isn't this this isn't made for our tastes and that's it's really not anymore. It used to and be. Yes, but our tastes have changed. Um I'm not say I'm not saying that the stuff that we watched and we thought was great was was oh well that was just the same as it is now, only we had a different taste or style. The with every company there's ups and there's downs. WWE, sorry, WWE have had for the last couple of years the finest collection of actual performers for a long, long time. But the problem is, from our point of view, we are not seeing. We've seen all these guys come up through the indies um, that we've loved, the likes of Samoa Joe, the likes of, well, to a lesser degree, Dan, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan, because they actually did something with him. But all these guys that we we've loved over the years and unfortunately they've never been used in a way or 80 percent of them haven't been used in the way that you think you know what that was really really good though the exceptions obviously being daniel bryan and aj styles because they have had the spotlight on them but you you got to look at the likes of two people chris hero and antonio cesaro Two of the most the finest wrestlers um, that to this day could still put on one of the best matches, either as a tag or as a, a one-on-one. And yet, Chris Hero's sort of knocking about in NXT and doing a bit of training in the performance centre. And Antonio Cesaro is just <sighs> if forever a mid-carder. Yeah, they've been trying to give him a little bit of a push recently, but it's like... You know they're just going to give him a few wins for a few weeks and then that'll be it. It's like, why? Every week, I, be, I read the NXT spoilers from last night, Donnie, and um, I'm seeing like, sorry, if, if you don't want to be spoiled, by the way, just skip ahead a minute or two now, whatever. Right, yeah. Basically, they're like, uh, Fandango was back on NXT and they've teamed Apollo up Fandango Cruz. and Tyler Breeze. Do you know what I mean? And, and Apollo thinking, Cruz has gone back as well. Yeah, Kelly yeah. Day. And I'm thinking, why can't you just... I, that was my first... As soon as you said that, I thought, well, we must think Alex. The first thing I thought was, why can't they just put Cesaro in NXT and we can have Cesaro and, and Chris Hero or Cassius Ono? Uh, again, you know, again. The kings when, of wrestling. When Cesaro was in NXT, um, hit one of the one of the best matches I've ever oh, seen. Oh, Sami Zayn. No, actually, um, that, although that was a fantastic match. Uh, Cesaro versus William Regal. And I think it's still William Regal's last match. Um, but yeah, you know what? What can what 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 can you do? Um, it's not for us. It's not for our particular style. It, it may well be for somebody else's. And people are going to start, and they have already started getting territorial now that this perceived wrestling war is back on. 
But I'm not taking shots at anyone. I'm just saying that is not for me anymore. And hasn't probably hasn't been for a while. Yeah, it's sad though, isn't it? When you look back, like I've got such good memories of stuff from WWE, so it is just sad. For I find it sad anyway. I know, like I rant. That's probably why I rant so passionately about it because it, I used to love it so much. Mm. But and well, I say that I say this, and I'll go to WrestleMania and I'll I'll have a great time. Yeah, um, well, that's different, isn't it, Donny? I think I think the thing is there is really it's the experience of seeing fellow wrestling fans and going to the Indies and trying different places and going to new places. Um, so I say this, and yeah, I will watch the Big Four, and I will go and I will enjoy myself. So you know, the, the, I have. I'm not saying I'm totally cutting it off, but it's yeah, yeah. I know. It, to be fair, though, now. I don't know. I, put, I was talking to Neil before and I said to him, I said, look, I said, if these indie shows weren't on the Wednesday, Thursday and Friday WrestleMania week and made potentially New Japan doing a show, there is not a Scooby-Doo's chance that I would be even thinking about heading out there. I, I just wouldn't. At this stage, I wouldn't. I'd sooner. Put it this way. I, if, when it comes down to it, if you can choose between, say, a Wrestle Kingdom and a WrestleMania or even like I would have preferred to have been at Double or Nothing, to be honest with you. Like we always have a good time at WrestleMania, but it's like I might we might as well go and watch the shows that we're more invested in. It's just common sense. The yeah. name WrestleMania is basically the only like I was thinking I thought, wow, I used to think, wow, it would have been great to have been at WrestleMania 17 or WrestleMania 19. And then do you know what I mean? Now I don't I wonder if in ten years people are gonna be like, Oh, I bet it was great to be at WrestleMania 34 for that Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match. But maybe maybe for the piss up after, but <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope people are like that, and I hope people still think. Imagine going to this, and imagine going to that, because I want everyone to do well at the moment. And you know, if anything, this could be the kick up the arse. This new um, new landscape that's being built in wrestling currently. This could give, give WWE the kick up the arse to be what we want them to be all along again. Because they have been good and they have had great runs and they have put good matches on. So looking on the bright side, you know, the, the, there might be a, a brighter future going forward because of this little shock that they've had. Yeah, well, looking on the bright side, they've responded with double or nothing and all elite wrestling by having Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin main event their next pay-per-view. But I, I know what you're trying to say. To be honest with you, Danny, if, like... People, the amount of times I get tweeted, the amount of times I get tweeted a DM saying, oh, you're just biased against WWE. I have no reason to be biased against WWE. Most of my wrestling experiences have been surrounding WWE. I'm just pissed off at how shit they've gone. And put it this way, if, if WWE got back to its best in six months' time, I'd be the first person to be there watching it. Do you know what I mean? To be staying up and watching the shows. But it's very, let's be honest, it's very unlikely to happen. But Danny, I we think will it, finish... I think it's more. I think it's more of a process of over a year, a year and a half. Yeah. You you can't just click your fingers and completely switch the button that you've done. Um, you know, I, but I do think I do. I, I, there's certainly a lot of hope that there will be a change and things will come good um, eventually. Danny, you do know I'm going away, don't you? On Friday, on Wednesday. I believe so. You do know he's been left in charge of reviewing Stomping Grounds. Huh. <laughs> You're laughing. Good. You're laughing, but I'm being serious. <laughs> uh, 
I can uh, I can see myself reading this off the uh, wrestle view or something. No, um, <laughs> if that's if that's the case, then wonderful. wonderful. Do you not mind because obviously I want to be sat. I'm going to listen. I'll listen to your thoughts on it um, while I'm sat on the beach. Well, at a nice bar with a nice beer. Uh, listening to a three-year-old shower at me, but yeah, <laughs> right. So we've—I think we've wrapped up everything on WWE. We will now move across. We'll move across to the other side of the world to Japan. Danny, as I asked about twenty minutes ago, but I think we went off on a tangent. Dominion last Sunday. How did you feel about the show? What were your favourite parts of the show? Please tell me. I swear to God, I will disconnect this show if you tell me you enjoyed the Naito Ibushi match. Take the stand. Yeah, I did really enjoy the Naito Ibushi oh. match. Well, you're a bigger part of the problem as everyone else. That match was a disgrace. Are you trying to wind me up because I wound you up about Will Ospreay last no, week? No, no, Danny, I am pissed off. Right, I'm sorry. Put it this way: it is a, like literally anyone who enjoyed that match. I think there's something wrong with them. As soon as he landed on his head, as soon as Kota Ibushi landed on his head, how anyone could then enjoy the rest of that match, they, they must have smoked with him. I'm, I'm not sharing a hotel room with you again. There must be something up with him. Because when he lands on his head, Danny, I'm not joking, for 10 minutes, I was just like, please end the match. Just end the match. The guy's got to have broke his neck or something. Just end the match. I couldn't enjoy it after it. I don't know how you managed to enjoy that match. Fuck me, it was horrible, Danny. Why did they keep insistently landing on their heads? It's just. Yeah, I think <sighs> I think this was I think this was a more of a miscalculation yeah, than an, they, they uh, an get, attempt. They don't get the benefit of the doubt though with their track records for me in their matches. The previous three matches were the same. Well, yeah, it, it was. It looked terrible when you when you saw it, but then um, when you see. When you see them get up and continue, especially with the neck's concerned, if somebody hurts the neck, you generally know there's something wrong straight away. Um, I, I, I didn't, I didn't give it much thought. So I'm going to be honest with you. I, I thought, you know, I thought it looked, it looked bad on. You know, when you, you wince when you first see it, um, which certainly did do that, um, and they showed a couple of replays of it. But I don't. I mean. Is it is it worse than what Will Ospreay did with the Spanish fly? Is yeah, it, you know, I don't, I don't think it is actually. Um, I think it was, but um, because you know, you, the soft, the soft part of your skull is the is sort of towards the top of your head, isn't it? Um, so with that, it sort of hit, hit on the back of the head. Whereas when when Osprey went, he, he nearly enough directly knocked the top of his head, didn't he? Danny, um, I'm not. I'm not having this. Yeah, we should not be condoning this sort of stuff. They're trying to raise the bar to a ridiculous level. Where to do stuff like that? Like, look at old Car- our old Carter and Chris Jericho supposed to top something like that. Do you know what I mean? What? Let Let's break each other's necks. It's fucking ridiculous. Honestly, it really pissed me off. Really, and do you know what? I know people slag the guy off. Yeah, and I know you always joke. Oh, he's my mate or whatever. I was fuming about it. As soon as this happened, I went straight on Twitter and I fucking bitched about it, yeah? And Dave Meltzer, bless his cotton socks, is, you know how much that guy loves star ratings, Danny, yeah? He refused to give it a star rating. He refused to give it a star rating because of that. 
So every credit to him. Seriously, I think it was honestly, I was pissed. I was ready to turn the show off. I was that mad. It's stupid, Danny, right? Look look at the last few years in New Japan, right? Will Ospreay, yeah? That incident with Marty Skrull, like you said, very, yeah. very lucky. Tanaha- Takahashi, yeah, Hiromu, he's still not recovered from that neck injury, yeah? Shibata, mm. Shibata, probably never going to wrestle again. They are seriously pushing the boundaries and someone is going to die in that ring. Look, it, what was it the anniversary of Miss Sauer? The other day I yeah, saw it on Facebook. Years. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They just need to stop this sort of stuff. The, ma- the match didn't gain anything from that bump at all. If anything, it took people out of it. It took people... I know it, you're just a crazy bastard. It took a lot of people out of that match, me included. They don't need to do it. The great wrestlers, two of the best wrestlers in the world, they just don't need to be doing stuff like that. Will Ospreay's learned. Do you know what I mean? Well, he seems to have learned. Do you know what I mean? He's completely changed his style. There's no need to be doing stuff like that. I don't want another Chris Benoit case. Do you know what I mean? People landed on the heads all the time. That's what these two do. It needs to be stopped. There's no need to do it. Right. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I don't have I don't have strong feelings on it. Um the the fact that somebody misjudged a bump can happen at any point. The it, what happened with Mazawa was completely different. It wasn't due to an impact. What happened with Pero Aguayo wasn't Aguayo wasn't due to an impact. When people have died in the ring, it's not due to the fact that they've they've landed on the head purposely. Um, I'll be honest with you. This is this has took me a little bit back because one, I didn't know you felt this way. Two, I didn't realize there'd been such an outpouring because Are you obviously. Joking? No, no, no. Danny, I, I've been listening. But, but, hang, hang on, hang on. Bear in, bear, in, bear in mind that I don't, I haven't listened to any podcasts at all this week, and I haven't been on Twitter. Um, now that because because I don't, I don't like Twitter. I don't, it's not my form of social media. So I haven't, I didn't know this was such a big thing. I will look at wrestling news sites, and there's been nothing reported in there, or very little. It's obviously been mentioned, but there's certainly been no articles about it um, that I've seen. So it's taken me a bit back, but this this happens. It happens on indies every week, it, you know, and by people who are a lot less skilled um, executing these moves. So the fact that Dave Meltzer, I mean, let, let's, let's get this right. Dave Meltzer isn't a, a noble person. Um, I refused. I refused to review this match. No, he didn't that's say what... that. I'm just saying he didn't give it a star rating. So clearly, that's him saying I'm not rating this bullshit. See, that's what it is. It's bullshit, Danny. It's bullshit. I, I can't believe you weren't annoyed by it. I was fuming. Literally, what they land on their heads. If, if this was like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. Say if this happened in the Osprey Dragon Lee match, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe stuff goes wrong. Yeah, maybe stuff goes wrong. Right. They have landed... How many times? I winced about two or three times when we was in MSG. This has happened in their three previous matches, landing on the heads. And I know you say it was a mistake. I'm not even sure if it was, because if you watch that back, I've watched it about 30 times. Why is Kota Ibushi looking back? Why is he looking back? I don't get it. But... Anyway, I, I'm serious. I, I really didn't want to rant about anything today. Flipping heck, I've ranted on New Japan more than WWE. That's, that's a first. But... Yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest with you. The high-impact high, high impact moves have always been a staple of Japanese wrestling from, from many, many years ago. So 
I think you'll see a lot more of these. And I think if you're, if you and and these people who are, have been quite upset by it, um, you are going to have to like get, kind of get used to it a little bit more because it is very much inbuilt in the Japanese style. When you look at the, where the brain busters have come from, you look at um, the the high impact moves like it's such a falcon arrow, where it's like a this is being used to it's not so much used in American wrestling um, and hasn't been for quite some time but yeah I, I've got to be honest with you maybe maybe I'm, I'm not as shocked because I've seen quite a lot of it over the years um, where it can be it can be done safely but there is going to be times when people misjudge moves um, in any indie in WWE in New Japan in all Japan whatever it may be um, I don't know I don't, I'm sorry I, I didn't put as, as much of a a, a strong or maybe as an intelligence argument over us because I just wasn't expecting this to come up. I'm going to be honest. Well, I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it because I've seen it everywhere else. I literally, the second it happened, I was fuming about it. Like, I, like Misawa, Misawa, I've just Googled Misawa. After taking a belly to back suplex, Misawa suffered internal decapitation. Yeah, so was, I'm guessing that's what was, landed on his neck, a, landed on his head. It was a really well taken back suplex where he landed on a, as a flat back bump. It's just one of these oddities that happens. Yeah, but um, why are people deliberately landing on the heads? Why? It's a back suplex. He landed no, on not, his I'm back. I'm not on about Misawa. I'm on about this. I'm on about the. He landed. I, I can't think of the move. What What was it? Um, Ibushi land pretty much landed on his head about three minutes after, and I thought, what? It was like from the top rope. Can't think what it was now. But yeah, I just don't think they need. To, it's only you know. I know you say it's part of Japanese wrestling. Yeah, I haven't seen it from anyone else in all these New Japan shows I've watched. And I know that it happened in all Japan years ago. Yeah, but like these guys, Danny, you, you land on your head so many times. Something's gonna go wrong. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to see what Ibushi looks like when he's eighty years old. It's just I just don't think there's, there's no need for it. There's no need for it. I just think it's ridiculous. But hey, let's move on, Danny, because. You're just clearly a ruthless bastard. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to be. It's just. It's not something I've thought about. I, I, maybe that's my ignorance. Um, but as soon as I saw it, I winced. I thought, "Oh, that didn't look good." But then he was up, and I haven't thought about it since. Oh, Carter, Chris Jericho, Danny. What were you as down on it as everyone else? I wasn't. But I'm just curious what you thought. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say because I enjoyed the Bushi Naito so much, I don't think it's lived up to. However, <laughs> I think you made me feel a bit shit about saying that. Now. Yeah, you, um, <laughs> you're a nasty little man, Danny. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> fucking certainly not, little lad. Um, Sick bastard. The, the I, I was, I, I would, could I have seen it being better than what it was? Yeah, I probably imagined it was going to be a little bit better. But I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed watching it. Um, I, I preferred the Naito Ibushi match. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I did. I did. Um, but I think um, I think when you when you've when you've got to follow um, Dragon Lee, uh, Will Osprey, and then Ibushi Naito, take away that take away that that move. Um, it's always going to be a tough ask, and Akada can normally do it. Um, but unfortunately, I think it just fell a little bit below the other two matches. 
um, for me. Um, but you know, the match of the night for me was was the um, Will Osprey Dragon Lee match. Yeah, he, I think it was easily match of the night. Easily, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Will Will stay in Japan now, and he's gonna make a life over there by the sounds of it. He wants to be. He wants to go into the G1. Um, and, yeah, um, it, it looks looks going to be big future on the cards. Now seems that we've been saying for a long time, it, it now seems to be really going forth with Will Ospreay, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so what you want him to be in the G1, I'm taking it then, Danny? Yeah, well, I think I said to you a couple of weeks ago, I said, wouldn't it, would, do you think we'll see uh, Will Ospreay win the best of the Super Juniors and then win the uh, the G1. Um, it's a good story going into it, isn't it? That's the, I like that they've got that going into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited about how New Japan's going. Um, you, you look at, um, I was looking at some of the Kazuna Road um, lineups and I was thinking, oh, that doesn't seem to be, you know, feeding on the momentum that they've gained these last month or two. But Kazuna Road shows aren't big shows. They're any small shows, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah, they are. Um, and then you're fired into the G1. And what I love about the G1 is you start getting all the press conferences. And one thing I do like about um, about uh, New Japan is the, is the way that they do the press conferences before the big events and then after the uh, after the big events as well. In the in the same way that Dana White does the uh, the, the post match. Press conferences and like press scrums after the uh, after their big events. I think it really adds to it for the big fans. Um, you want to hear what they've got to say. And speaking of these things, what were your thoughts on John Moxley with uh, Shuzumino? Um, oh, I loved it. You thanks for pointing that out to me. I'm guessing I would have seen it anyway. But as soon as you sent it me, I watched it. Which is genius booking. Shota is going to get so much from it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? He's going to get so much from it because people, people who are tuning in to see John Moxley, like I don't know, laps WWE fans, people who don't necessarily watch New Japan, are going to be like, "Who's that kid?" And they're all going to know his name now. Whereas only people like me and you probably and other New Japan fans knew his yeah. name before. And he's probably he's probably the most talented ones of the young lions of this crop that I can well, that the, I've the, seen. I do like Renner Eater, but yeah, um, but the it, just to set this into context for so anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, <laughs> Amino got, I think he got a, a fair amount of offence in for what was in essence a squash match. Um, John Moxley has flattened him probably in about five or six minutes in the match. Um, and then Bush basically dragged him from the ring backstage and then proceeded to do this interview where he was taking questions from the press. But he was kind of holding, propping a, Amino up before it. It is available on YouTube to go and watch. It's only about a minute and a half long, this little interview. But it's funny. It's getting people over. It's, um, it, but it's still a good, it's a good interview or promo as well from from Moxley. Um, and he then makes it. He makes obviously he made his intentions to be in the G one. Um, but definitely go and have a look. Uh, Show to Rumino and um, and John Moxley uh, press conference. Have a look on YouTube. It's very well worth uh, 90 seconds of your life. 
Yeah, and also, Danny, it's because obviously on the G1 shows, for people who haven't aren't familiar with the G1, if you're listening and you don't necessarily watch New Japan, this is probably a perfect time to get into it, really. Um, I know I say that every week, but basically, the G1 is it's probably it's the biggest wrestling tournament in the world, pretty much. But what they do, so it's two blocks. The block that isn't wrestling that specific night, they open the show with tag matches, so it just gives Moxley a reason to be teaming with someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could throw him randomly with, like, random people, but it'll work out better. You've got, you could have got him there to have tag team matches with Shota, you know, on those G1 undercard shows. So it works out perfectly for that as well. But, yeah, as I say, Danny, great segment, great segment. I love the character of Moxley at the moment. He really, to be honest with you, he, he's the hottest thing in wrestling right now. At this moment in time, he's probably the hottest wrestler about. Um, obviously, he's got his match with Kenny Omega coming up. He's got his run in the G1. Um, so, yeah, that is pretty much it. Are you, are you watching any of these Kazuna road shows, Danny? I haven't looked. At the, uh, uh, it depends if I have time. If I have time, I will have a look at them. Yeah, I'd say I'd say the biggest the biggest match really um is Sho and Yo are defending the junior tag belts against ELP and Ishimori. Um obviously Bullet Club. So I think that's probably the biggest match that I've seen on the card. The rest are just tag matches. It winds them down a bit because obviously coming up they've got the um shows in Australia. Um Flipping it, there's a lot of wrestling that last weekend, Danny. You've got a lot of work to do while I'm on holiday, while I'm sunning it up. Um, that last weekend, you've got Fighter Fest. You've got the Australia Melbourne shows for New Japan. Um, are you going to Rev Pro in Manchester? The uh, LIJ show. Oh, have you got tickets for it? I haven't got tickets yet, but I will get some. You bastard. Um, the shingle match against. Uh, who's he against? Is it Michael? What's his name now? The the fellow who faced um, oh, he fa- he faced the big lad in Impact at the Red Pro show in um that we went to in New York. What's he called the guy who got injured on the last Impact? Oh, pitch, um, Brain Cage, Brain Cage. Yeah, Is it Michael yeah. Olsu? Michael Ojo, Michael Olsu, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he looked really good in that match. Um, but yeah, so that should be a good match against Shingo. Um, I'm not really sure about Night or against MK McKinnon. I'm not really sure what. That no, that's a, bit of a, that's a bit of an odd one, but no. I, to be honest with you, I've barely looked at the card. I've barely looked at the information. But because it's Manchester, I'll probably just get the train down there. It's nice and easy for me. So. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about Gado? There are reports around Twitter regarding Yeah. Oh, I hope that's not true. Well, it's, a, it's an odd one. Um for anyone that doesn't know, just earlier, a couple of hours before we were we recorded, um, news broke that Gado had apparently uh, handed handed in his booking notice and refused to book anymore, or didn't want to book after Dominion. Um, and th- as soon as that, um, those beautiful people at Wrestle Talk TV have said that there's a number of strong sources that are convinced that he's about to take a very high offer from WWE to come in and book. Which I've heard stranger things, you know, you never want to say never in pro wrestling. However, this is one of the less viable ones that I think I've heard. 
you watch it will prove to be true now I've said that but um, Gado Gado sorry Gado has booked for a number of years with Jardo and there's times where um, Jardo's been booking uh, Noah whilst uh, Gado's been booking New Japan I think if anything this is probably something where Gado's just Gado's that many O's and Jars um, where Gado has said I'm burnt out I'm going to have to have a little break and is will probably entrust Jardo to do the the booking going forward. Um, that's my take on it, on what it'll be, um, because as I say, he, he his storylines are probably still going to be running for the next six to eight months at least. So we'll see what happens. I certainly don't think he's going to be going to WWE. No, no, is that what it said? WWE. As Wrestle Talk have said, they've confirmed with um, sources inside WWE. And confirm that WWE have made them have made them a very high offer um, to come in. Bear in mind, this is the same guy who turned down a very lucrative offer to come into WWE as a wrestler because he didn't want to play the role of Japanese guy type A that that Kent has just done um, and realised what a bad idea it was. So that Nakamura is doing right now. Well, when he can get his ass on TV. Yeah, yeah, and he he, he looks poor. Um, he, he, even his in, you can say, tell his in ring style has been suffering from probably WrestleMania thirty four onwards. Um, he's just not interested. Yep, Danny, Danny, Danny. And the last thing I want to touch on: the man, the hero, the god, the god of wrestling, CM Punk. Danny, someone tweeted him saying, "Are you gonna let?" All your fans down by not appearing at all out in Chicago. And CM Punk replied with, yes. <laughs> Danny, what are your thoughts on this tweet? Um, <laughs> CM Punk, watch. You're, you're the wrestling newspaper FM chief inspector for CM Punk. You are you're assigned to all the CM Punk stuff. So you give us, you give us your thoughts on CM Punk. Well, he's just been CM Punk, hasn't he? He's just been um, an arrogant smartass. Somebody's dared him to do something. They've come out and said, oh, you can't possibly let your fans down by not appearing in all out. Uh, and he said, well, yeah, uh, I'm, that's exactly what I'm doing. Which is part of the CM Punk, you know, ego or character that we loved. He was, he was a bit of a prick. Um did you ever used to watch The Office? No. Right, okay. So in The Office, Ricky Gervais, who who played the role of David Brent, um, he he played this this guy, and he was a bit he was a bit cringy, and he was it was a documentary like a mock, mockumentary, and he was really really funny in it, playing the character of that cringeworthy fucking cunt that we all know. And then later on, we found out that Ricky Gervais was actually is a cunt. He is that cringy cunt. So that's what we're kind of finding out with CM Punk. He is that, uh, you know, his fucking ego has got to the point where his character, it's very much one and the same, him and his character. 
Tart, fair enough. And, you know, he, he does have times when he makes me laugh. He does have the yeah, absolutely talented in-ring performer, one of the best we've ever seen on the mic. Um, he said he's going to let them down, so let's hope that, that he sticks to his word, that he doesn't come back all out. And let's hope at one point or another he puts a statement out as to whether he is going to come back in wrestling or not. Oh, come back, come back, Punk. We love you. <laughs> I'd love him to come back. I, I would, I would, I would love to see him come back and have the third summer of Punk, and you know, and you know, just imagine if he come back to WWE. Oh, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd, I won't speak to him again. <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine now? Well, after all this. Um, I don't know. It, we'd love them to, probably most people say we'd love them to come back, but it's oh, just Danny. It's, Danny it's too many. Said it's been to too many night. years now. Too many years now. It, I can't be asked with it. Just either come back or don't. No, I want him to call him to come back. Come out there, say that he hates wrestling fans. You're all horrible little pricks. He's in this for the money. He doesn't respect any wrestling fans. That's why he went to UFC. I want him to be that dick heel in All Elite. Oh, I'd love it. I would absolutely love it. But I tell you what, Danny, if coming back and being what probably the main star in the rival promotion of the company that really is looking to move into WWE spot, whatever you want to call it, whatever they want to do. If nothing, if that doesn't motivate CM Punk to come back and get some revenge on Vince, then nothing is going to motivate CM Punk to come back. So, yeah, I don't expect to see him anywhere else, like, say, New Japan or something. If he comes back, it'd be all elite wrestling. But, I, hand on heart, I think, he, I think we'll see CM Punk in an all elite wrestling ring in the next two years. I think we will. If you put a gun to my head, I'd say yes. But it wouldn't surprise me at the same time if he didn't, because I can imagine him getting some satisfaction about being that guy that they all come back. They all come back, damn it, but not CM Punk. I can imagine him getting some sweet satisfaction in him being the guy that never went back. But we'll see. We'll see, Danny. We will We will come back to you with CM Punk. You know, you know what? You, you know what? Fuck him. Fuck him. I, I, don't, I don't want him to come back like fucking Hangman Page. Carry on his ascendancy. Don't need fucking punk. And if he does go back, I hope he goes back to WWE. Just so it annoys you. And he becomes Vince McMahon's best friend. And he defends all his booking decisions. That's what I want. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love it if he did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If Imagine if punk comes out and he's like, oh, Vince, I love you. Baron Corbin is a megastar. That'd just be brilliant. If he just came out, shook Shane McMahon's hand. Comes out, apologizes to Vince McMahon, apologizes to Triple H, and then becomes um, corporate. <laughs> no, no, becomes Baron Corbin's manager. Now nah, you took it too far. Right, everyone. <laughs> CM Punk talk for the week is over. Danny, we've touched on everything. Um, if you just want to give people an update on what your plans are for Wrestling Newspaper FM as you take the ship ahead while I am on holiday for the next two weeks. What are your plans, Danny? Well, I'm going to have to review that stomping around shite, aren't I? Um... Oh, what about the preview show? We could do with a preview show. 
<laughs> God, you've got to go through match by match who you think will win, why, why they're going to win, if you think the match will be good. <laughs> That'll be on next week's show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, yeah, we've got that stomping around shite. Um, whatever shows are happening next weekend, I'll be looking through them and I'll be coming back to you. Um, giving you as much information as I can and obviously keeping up with any and all big headlines that's coming out of the wrestling world next week or this coming week while Dan is away sunning himself and uh, enjoying himself yep can't wait can't wait just to get out of this rain Danny the weather this week has just been a joke in England we're in June this time last year it was roasting yeah, it, it, to be honest, it hasn't been too bad here today. It's been blue sky. Yeah, it's been day, okay. Not oh. particularly um, sunshiny. Yeah, you got, and then you've got year, G. One year, oh, G. G and Magaluf, loving life. G with his cut up, cut body. Hasn't worn a t shirt since he's fucking got there. Every picture, he's topless. Um, he's still pale as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's, what, what, what's absolutely devastating? It was a year today the World the World Cup, Cup started. Bring back the summer of two. Never mind the summer of punk. Bring back the summer of 2018 when we drank every day. People didn't go to work. You know, people. people we didn't. We didn't wear long trousers for for about what felt like about six months. Everyone was in shorts. It wasn't a day went past where we didn't have a drink. There was football on. What a time. And then the morning after we got knocked out to Croatia, the sun went and it was just cloud. But I'll never forget that next morning. It had been like boiling <laughs> hot sun for a month. And literally, I went to work that morning after the Croatia game and it was raining. It was dark. I fucking hell. I remember cleaning some windows and this Scottish guy come to the door and I just thought, you prick. Um, but yeah. But that. That was the summer. What a great way to take us out. Last summer. What a summer. See you later, everyone. Bye now.